0: Man, Let's give the Lord a good hand clap of praise. Come on, a good shout. Yeah, come on, give him praise right now. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Come on, really praise him. Oh, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Oh, I love you, Jesus. Amen, 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 amen. Man, it feels great in the house of God tonight. And I am uh, extremely honored and privileged to be here tonight. And uh, I do apologize for arriving a little late. It got delayed getting out of town. And if you ever go to Tulsa, there's not one bit of, road that's not under construction it's been that way ever since i lived there (laughs) and it's not getting any better after 30 something years so uh i don't know i don't know what they do there amen Uh, amen they they have said our uh our state symbol is a traffic cone and i I believe it but uh, because they're everywhere amen amen but uh, so i do apologize i I, uh, I was, uh, before I even stepped in the, the sanctuary, I felt such an anointing and such a power uh, flowing in this place. And it comes from prayer and, and commitment and, and dedication and a determination to have God move. Amen. I don't know about you, but I don't want to play church. I don't have time to play church. I want to move with the Holy Ghost. Amen. <laughs> Amen, I said, I want to move the Holy Ghost. Amen, nothing else matters. Amen, we can do our, our best to, uh, uh, to, to create things and programs to attract people. And, and we should, we should do everything we can to get people to the house of God. But it's the spirit that draws them. And if they're not, if they don't walk in those doors and feel the Holy Ghost... Amen, we're then just, we're, just, we're just taking up space and time, amen. But I'm thankful before I open that door, I could feel the power of the Holy Ghost. I could feel that God's gonna do something great tonight. Amen, I believe there's revival in place for this church, amen. Well, I'm glad some of you believe it. I said, I believe there's revival in store for this church. Amen, amen, amen. It would be very uh, easy uh, to preach uh, something that would continue what the, 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 the mode of worship and praise that we're in. And, uh, and if God directed me to do that, I would do that. But I do feel something, maybe slow it down a little bit and preach you what I feel led of the Holy Ghost. And uh, and I just believe God's gonna God's gonna help somebody tonight, Amen. If you would turn with me to Ezekiel chapter 37, and uh, we'll start in verse one again. Uh, I Love and appreciate the, the entire Sampson family and uh, their kindness to to us, and and uh, I was trying to remember while you were leading, S- Sister Sampson, if I'd ever if I'd ever met your father, and I was I was. Thinking over there, I know I'd come to the camp meetings with, uh, but I didn't, I didn't get connected uh, until I met my wife, so I couldn't remember if I ever met your father. But when I was over there and service was going on, I just felt a rekindling of that old time Holy Ghost outpouring that I felt the first time I went to the, your daddy's camp meeting. And I just feel a renewing of that spirit in this place miracles, signs, and wonders. I, hey, let's just love him right now. Let's praise him right now. That's just what I felt. I just felt a hunger for, in this body for something real, something deep, something old, yet something new. God, we want it, Lord. We want it, God. We want it real bad, Jesus we want it real bad Jesus and uh, I believe God's going to do it I believe, I believe the atmosphere is right I believe the, everything is in place for God to do a great work here in this church Ezekiel 37 and 1 how many loves loves the word of God The hand of the lord was upon me and carried me everybody say carried me out in the spirit of the lord and set me down in the midst of the valley which is full of bones everybody say full of bones he was in the midst of the valley full of bones and caused me to pass by them round about and behold There were very many in the open valley and lo, they were very, everybody say very. Very. They were very dry. That means they they were very parched white. I I grew up in south central Oklahoma, with red dirt. And I remember finding pieces of bone from dead cattle that had been out there for a long time. And they were very dry, very brittle. And this is what he saw. Very dry, meaning there was no marrow in it. And he said unto me, the Lord said unto him, Son of man, can these bones live? And I want to stop just right there. And I'm going to ask you the same question. That's going to be the title of my, my, my message tonight. Can these bones live? And I believe the Holy Ghost wants to, wants to get down to our level where we're at and I felt it like I already said earlier but I feel a revival of some old things some maybe dead things amen. some things that you thought would never live again and I believe God's going to do that not only tonight but I believe it's going to be a continuation from this night forward that God's going to do something you're stepping in a new dimension in this church and I believe that in the name of Jesus let's lift up our hands right now God I thank you Come on, let's all praise him right now. Come on, let's love him right now. God, I love you. I need you, Jesus. I need your help right now, God. I need your presence, Lord Jesus, to overtake my spirit, my mouth, my mind. God, I need you to have your way, Lord. God, I need you to speak to your people, Lord. I love you. I praise you, God. I'll give you all the glory and honor, Lord. You know I will use me for your purpose, God. I praise you, I love you. Now, everybody give him a good hand clap of praise. Oh yes, oh yes. Hallelujah, why don't you turn to your neighbor and tell him you might ought to make room for me because I'm gonna have a resurrection tonight. I'm gonna have some things come back to life and I might get a little crazy, I might get a little loud. Amen, amen. You can be seated tonight in the name of Jesus. Amen. It's amazing how God will, God will choose unlikely places to have tremendous outpourings of his spirit. He will, he will choose sometimes uh, even the most unlikely of people. Jonah preached to Nineveh and 100,000 people changed their life. Very wicked people, but one messenger came in and preached and God turned a whole nation around. How many believes God can still turn things around? Amen. I believe we're in uh, uh, the greatest country, amen, in this world. And I believe that if my people which are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways and seek my face. He said, I will hear from heaven and I will heal your land. I believe God is looking for his people to say, God, I'm sorry, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure your presence is in my life. And I believe a healing is gonna come to this land. I'm not just talking about the United States, but I felt it over there and now God's confirming it to me. I believe there's a healing coming through this church, in this area, in this community, and there's gonna be a a revival, there's gonna be a harvest of souls because God's gonna put back some things, God's gonna put back some things that you thought would never be put back together. Come on, let's give God praise right now. All because hungry people praying, wanting, waiting for God to move the upper room. Hundred twenty people prayed for an excess of seven days. If you if you do all the math, it was around seven days. And uh, Pentecost is fifty days. And if if you subtract the three days in the tomb, I mean, you just He was 40 days with them, so we can safely say close to a week, they were preparing for the outpouring of the Holy Ghost, amen. Peter preached a message that day and 3,000 souls were added to the church. Amen, what a preacher, amen, amen, what a message, amen. Guess what the message was, it was Jesus and him crucified, amen. I want to tell every preacher and every aspiring preacher in here, don't get too fancy that you forget what really helps people, what really changes people's life. It's not some new spin. It's not some self-help, self talk person. Amen, it gives you motivational speeches, but it's Jesus and him crucified. Amen. This world still needs Jesus. But that was not... The case in the story I read to you, nobody was praying. There was no spontaneous worship. It was just a valley full of dry bones. And the question was, can these bones live? God was asking the prophet, can it happen? I'm thankful for our music. I'm thankful for our worship services. I'm thankful for you running the aisles, and I'll never, I love that kind of church. And I, excuse me, I, I appreciate that kind of church, and that's the kind of church that we were born into, that's the kind of church that's going to get us out of here, amen. God didn't come after a dead, dry church, amen. He's not going to do that. And But, but, that being said, the Holy Ghost sent me on a mission tonight that God wants to revive some things in your life that a song simply cannot do that a shout can't do and I love shouting, I love it when I'm dodging bobby pins and I love it when glasses are getting laid on the pulpit and I love it when ties are getting tore off, amen, but there's sometimes some things uh, that a shout can't set you free from there's some things that a shout can't bring back to life Uh, and I don't want to belittle that, please don't get me wrong, I don't want to have to qualify everything, I believe in shouting, I believe in dancing Uh, and it's good but God wants to deliver you from something, uh, or we Something in you that you thought was so dead that you've shouted and it's still dead, and you worship and it's still dead. But God is wanting to reach down in your life tonight and pick up something that was so brittle, so broken, so lost that you thought there's no way it's gonna live again. There's something I couldn't get out of my spirit for this church, for this church, for this service. I've come to tell somebody it's not over yet. It's not over yet. It may look dead. But it's not over yet. Mary and Martha came up to Jesus and said, if you'd just been here, it wouldn't have happened this way. He'd be alright. Little did they know that a few days earlier he told the disciples, Lazarus is dead and I'm glad I wasn't there. Listen, you wish God would show up and do it when you think he should but he's got a better plan to prove to you once and for all that it don't matter how dead it is, how dry it is, how lost it is, what condition it's in, if God says come out, if God says wake up, if God says it's gonna happen, he wants to get you to that place where you know it's only him that can do it. Can I ask you the same question tonight? Can these bones live? What has died in you that you feel could never live again? Is it all right if we get honest with ourselves tonight? <clears throat> the Bible tells us that it was because he was in the spirit that the valley of dry bones was revealed. It's often when we get in the spirit that God reveals the the seriousness of our condition or the seriousness of the condition of our world or our family or our homes. The Bible says, and I'll read it to you again, that he was carried out in the spirit, set him in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones Notice that the Lord set him down in the midst, right in the middle of a valley full of dry bones. It was not on the fringe. It was not at the beginning of the valley. Not on a mountaintop, but right in the middle. It's often in the middle of your valley, hear me, that God begins to show you things that you hadn't seen before. You're in a valley. Somebody here tonight, I'm telling you, I feel the Holy Ghost. Somebody here tonight is in a dark valley, a dry valley. You don't know how you're going to get out of it. But if you're in the spirit with me right now, God will start revealing things to you uh, that you thought were not, that you didn't even notice, you didn't even recognize uh, And God said, right in the middle of your valley, I'm going to open up your understanding to remind you there's some things dead in you that I want to come back to life. There's some dreams. There's some hopes. There's some joy. There's some peace. Who am I preaching to already tonight that you don't have joy? You don't have peace. You're trying to make sense out of life. And God is placing you in a valley right now to show you some very dry. It was a valley full. Everybody say full. God often shows you the lowest of places, the deadness of a condition, just how dry things are in hopes of igniting something in you, in hopes of igniting something in you about the seriousness of the situation you're in. It's my earnest prayer tonight, Brother Samson, that God... Will transport you and I to our valley. That He will transport you and I to our valleys. That He will 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 push aside the facade and will 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 do away with the Pentecostal professionalism that makes it look like everything's okay. <clears throat> Amen. This is what I mean by that. We know how to clap, when to clap, how to, how to lift their hands, when to say "man," when to run, when to shout, when to do these things. We got it down. I'm not. I, I'm not trying to Be. Be. be or whatever, but I'm just telling you right now, we gotta get real with ourselves, and we gotta get desperate with ourselves that we realize, wait a minute, God, I'm empty, amen. I'm barren, I'm dry, I don't have life like I used to have it. I don't have the joy that I used to have it. I understand life is rough, and life sometimes throws you curves, and you don't understand how or where you got to the point you're at, to, but sometimes you just gotta awaken yourself and be honest and look in the mirror and say, God, I need something to change in my life. I don't feel the anointing like I used to feel. I don't feel the peace like I used to feel. I don't feel the joy like I used to feel. God, help me see myself for who I really am. Because if we're not careful, it's easy to get right in the flow of high church and hide among the stuff. And so the Lord takes him in the middle of a dry valley, nothing but bones, and says, look around you, son. And the Bible says he caused them to pass by around about them, and there, I told you we we're going to slow it down. I hope you're okay. There were very many. If I say many, in can you put verse two on there because I want them to see it? So there were very many in the open valley. When I read that just recently. I've read it. I don't know how many times. I've preached from it. I don't know how many times. But when I read that verse right there, I got a little excited. Let me tell you why. It's an open valley. <clears throat> let me tell you, it's an open valley. And let me explain what got me excited, because the devil like to tell you that you're trapped. The devil would like to convince you that this valley full of dry bones is your life, your existence, and you might as well get used to the pain, the sorrow, the emptiness, the hurt, the drought, the this, you might as well that's just who you're going to be you're not ever going to have joy you're not ever going to have peace because you raised up in this kind of home or you had this kind of thing happen in your life you'll never have anything great you'll never have anything accomplished going, going for you nothing this is just going to be your lot in life this is your valley but I'm here to tell somebody you need to hear the word of the Lord tonight it is an open valley you got a way out you don't have to stay in that dilemma anymore you don't have to stay in the situation that brought you here tonight you can say you know what I'm getting out of this place I'm tired of not having joy I'm tired of not feeling peace I'm tired of struggling I'm tired of not having any hope I'm tired of it God I want to get out of this valley and this preacher's come to tell you you can get out you can get out tonight it's an open valley quit feeling trapped in your valley The devil taunts you, tell you, listen, girls, you're always going to be this way. You're always going to be suspect to deadness. Relationships are always going to end bad. Oh, we're not going to be real tonight. That's what the devil will tell you. You're always going to have a failed relationship. Anybody you get close to is just going to leave you. Am I talking to anybody tonight? They mean, anything you try, businessman, anything you try it's just gonna fail. You might as well go back, quit those dreams of ever succeeding and doing anything for the kingdom of God. I'm telling you, this is what he puts in the minds and hearts of people and he makes them feel like they're trapped in nothing but barrenness and dryness and emptiness. And this is just who I'm gonna be. I'm a failure, I'll never get out of this. I'll never get away from this. No, no, hear the word of the Lord. It's an open valley, it's an open valley. And God's got enough in you through the Holy Ghost. To pull you out of that place, give you a good mind, give you some hope, give you some understanding that it's gonna be all right. I can get out of this. (laughs) Quit feeling trapped in your valley, it's an open valley. You don't understand who my parents are, I don't care who your parents are. I don't care if you don't have parents. We, we, raised, we, we took care of foster kids growing up. I've seen all kinds of bad things come in our home. You can let your past define you and keep you trapped You can realize that God placed you in this church or in the home that you're at because he's got a divine plan for your life. Don't let the devil tell you you're a mistake. Don't let the devil tell you you're just gonna gonna always be abused and abandoned. No, you're in this place tonight because there's a God that orders your steps and he puts the pieces together to remind you, I love you, you're beautifully and wonderfully made. I don't care who left you, I'll never leave you. I don't care who abandoned you, I'll never forsake you, I'll be with you always, I'm telling somebody can these balls live you bet they can, why because the spirit of the Lord says so Joel 3 3 and 14 multitudes are in the valley of decision there's so many people here tonight, so many people in places I go I can see the effects of life all over their faces I can see the coldness in their stares. I know what it's like. I know what it's like to have kinfolk that are bound by meth. I know what it's like to watch broken, broken things happen. I know what it's like. I know what it's like to feel somebody that has no worth and look at somebody that, you're trying your best to encourage them and uplift them. You're trying to let them know, hey, it's going to be all right. I know what it's like to, to go through things in life. And you don't understand. don't make sense. But I'm telling you something here. The, world, the Lord sent me here tonight to, he meant to, to, to tell somebody they will live again. You can't live again. You're not defined by your mistakes. You're not, you're not identified. Listen, I understand you may have messed up. I understand that you may, you may be the only cause for why your valley is the way it is. But I'm here to tell you, it's still an open valley. And he said unto me, son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, we've all answered this, O Lord God, thou knowest. That's not what God was asking. He was asking for the prophet. This is just my opinion. He was asking for the prophet to speak it. Hey, can, you, can these bones live? Oh, Lord, you know us. I, I, I want to tell somebody this that's been timid about what you're declaring in your life. Get over that timidity. Get over that. You're supposed to be bold as a lion. I said, you're supposed to be bold. Let the weak say, I'm strong. You understand that? Let the weak, the person that's weak, let them say that I'm strong. I'm telling somebody right now, the word of the Lord is asking you, can these bones live? And the easy thing out, the easy way out is, Lord, you know, I don't know. No, God's wanting you to speak it, you to declare it. That's why Proverbs tells us that death and life are in the power of the tongue. Somebody ought to declare the word of the Lord tonight. And if you're, if you're weak, go ahead and say it. No, I'm strong. If you're bound, go ahead and say, I'm free. If you're weary, go ahead and say, I feel good. No matter where you're Speak the word of the Lord. What you're facing, what you're going through, speak the word of the Lord. Can they live? Turn to your neighbor and ask him, Can they live? Let's go a little personal. Can I live again? I said, Make it a little more personal. Look at him and say, Can I live again? I want you to close your eyes, lift your hands right now. Come on, let's praise him right now. Can I live again? Who in in here am I preaching to that you don't have joy, that you don't have peace? Who in here is looking over a bunch of shattered, broken dreams? Who in here is sitting in the valley right now today? You're surrounded by nothing but depressive things and memories of what life used to be, memories of what, how you used to live, and memories, all that you see around you is nothing but broken, dead, dry bones. And the Bible says they're scattered. He was wanting the prophet to prophesy, but Ezekiel was reluctant because of what he saw. According to Scripture, we're supposed to walk by faith, not by sight. And Ezekiel was affecting what he saw come out of his mouth. He was reluctant to say, that's why, hey, we we don't want to throw stones at Thomas, but I I probably would have been doing the same thing as Thomas because if I saw him, hands nailed to a cross, and if I saw a spear going on side, I'm just being honest, if I saw him bleed like he did, back so tore to pieces that he, just, he was unrecognizable, what the prophet said, he was just a mess. If I saw that and somebody said, hey, guess what, he's alive. I'm being honest. I probably would say, you know what, until I see, until I touch, until I put my hands inside, Listen, we live in a real world. I don't know what kind of devils and problems you face, but I'm telling you, I see things sometimes and I'm thinking, there's no way, God, I don't know how you're gonna do it, but God's trying to tell somebody today, I don't care how dead the situation is, I don't care how final the world says it is, I'm telling you, if you'll speak life, if you'll declare the word of the Lord, there's gonna be a rumbling, come on, there's gonna be a shaking happen. there's gonna be some movement in the atmosphere when somebody says, I don't care what I see, I know what I feel, I know what the word of the Lord tells me. I know what I can declare. Verse five, he says, thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, behold, I will cause breath to enter to you and you shall live. You need to prophesy to your valley right now. How many is in a valley? How I many's got issues that right now you're willing to lift your hand and say, I need help, God? I'm not afraid to admit it. I need God's help right now. I'm not afraid to admit it. I don't understand everything in life right now. I need God's help. I said, I need God's help. This is how you prophesy in your valley. First of all, he said Name the issue. He said, Prophesy upon these bones. Oh ye dry bones. He he took the issue right by the bull by the horn said, I want you to, first of all to name your issue. So many times uh, we tiptoe around the things that God wants us to declare and say, well, I don't know how he, he's ever gonna do that. It's too dead, it's too lost, it's too gone. And God saying, son, be specific. Tell me what you want to do right now. Somebody right now, you lift up your hands and you already said you got an issue. I want you to speak to your issue right now and say bones, dry bones, whatever it is, hear the word of the Lord. I'm fixing to tell you something that's going to change the condition you're in. He said, first, name your issue. Second, he said, tell them to hear the word of the Lord. It's not my word. It's God's word. And third, I want you to tell them what's about to happen. To those that are struggling here tonight, trying to make sense out of life, you don't understand what's going on, name your, name your issue. This is what I need fixed, God. The Bible talks about us praying amiss. That's just, that's just random prayers. Prayers that have no target. That, that's one of the things that, that hinders more prayers than anything. It's just praying amiss no target. Just, you're just going through the motion. But God wants us to be specific, Elder. He wants us to name our issue. He wants us to look at the problems we're facing and say, God, this is what I'm dealing with right now. And I need you to move. I need you to step in. I need you to make a way. I need you to move this out of my life. I need you to cause this to come back to life, God. I need this to happen right now. And this is what you're going to do. You're going to name them and you're going you're to tell them to hear the word of the Lord. And then he said, next you tell them what's about to happen. I know you're dry right now. I know you're very brittle and you're many, but breath is about to come back in breath is about to come back in you. Uh, I'm telling you right now, you gotta believe it before you ever see it. You gotta believe it before you ever speak it. You gotta know it doesn't matter how bad it is. If God said I can have it, if God promised it to me. Hey, bones, hear the word of the Lord. One more time, lift your hands. You don't, have to, you don't have to vocally say it, but I want you to picture your, your bones in your mind right now. And you say, you hear the word of the Lord. And life's about to come back in you. Life's about to come back in you. I'm not going to die in this situation. I'm not going to live life like this. This is not who, I, who he called me to be. This is not who I'm defined to be. And the fourth thing he said to do was to speak life. Speak life. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost here tonight. Verse 6, and when I was preparing for this, Brother Caleb Samson, when I was preparing for this, your face popped up in my mind. Verse 6, he says, connections will be fixed. situations that are gonna be fixed. Verse six, he says, and I will lay you upon you. He spoke to the bones and he said, you're gonna live. And verse six, he continues on what's gonna happen. Let me tell you something, what good is a live bone if it has no connection? And sinews or tendons, it's what connects the bones together. What good is it to be alive but have no connection? And he said, Next, I will bring flesh upon you. That's not skin, skin comes later, but it's muscle. God is about to clothe you with strength. I'm here to tell somebody this is what is fixing to happen in your bone situation of the valley that you're in. If you speak life and you believe it and you say, God, this is what's going to happen and, and declare it, all of a sudden those bones are starting start moving around and connection is going to start coming. Tendons are going to start connecting the bones together and then muscle is going to get on there because God is about to clothe somebody with strength. You're weak right now but like I said already, let the weak say I'm strong. You can say to those Bones, listen. God's about to connect some things again in my life, and in the connection process is over. When that's done, I'm going to have more strength than I had before because muscle is coming up on those bones. And the Bible says, "Next, I'm going to cover you with skin." God begins to protect the things that He put back together because the enemy would love to destroy things before they're ever completed. But I'm here to tell you, you've seen progress before, and you saw it fall down and thought it would never come to fruition. But I. I'm telling somebody here tonight that by the time this service ends, those connections are gonna start. The muscle's going on, but the skin is coming on because he's gonna protect what he's putting back together. It's not gonna be torn apart again. It's gonna be destroyed again. He said, I'm gonna put breath in you. You're gonna breathe again. And you shall live and you shall know that I am the Lord. Lift your hands with me right now. What connections do you need put back together? Oh, keep them raised right now. I feel the Holy Ghost here right now. I felt it over there, Sister Samson. I felt it over there. I felt God telling me, listen, I'm about to reverse some things in this church. I'm about to rekindle some things. Timothy, you thought I was... You It's in you, Timothy. It's it's deep within you. It's in your grandmother. It's in your mother, God. And it's in you, Timothy. But you've allowed it to settle. You've allowed life in the space and time to cause it to no longer have an effect. And Timothy, if you'll just stir it up tonight, if if you'll shake yourself and realize, I'm in a valley that's dry. I need some help. I need some deliverance. I need some freedom. I need some joy. You will live again. You will live again. Oh, God. He's about to put things together. He's about to make some connections that you thought were not ever going to be made. He's about to restore some things that you never thought was going to be restored. So I prophesied as I was commanded and there was a noise oh can you hear it tonight can anybody hear the noise can anybody hear in the spirit right now what God's doing can anybody hear right now Oh, somebody, somebody, you're going to go home tonight, somebody. You're going to go home tonight and you're going to hear the voice of that grandma, that grandpa, that mom and dad. You're going to hear them praying again. It's been a long time since you were troubled and moved, but you remember as a child how they used to pray. And that gifting is about to be imparted unto you because you miss it so bad. And you keep saying, God, if they're only here. But God's trying to say, no, I want you to take that mantle. I want you to speak to that valley. I want you to get a hold of the things that you wish you had now and say, I'll carry the torture. I'll do it. I'll be the one. I'll carry it on. Can they live? Can they live? God, I want them to live. It's easy right now to want to ignore what I'm saying because I... I understand what I'm doing I'm, I'm, I'm trying to provoke you to memories that you you, you, you try to bury and, and hide I want I'm trying to provoke you to moments that you thought that you thought would always be would always be in the corners of your mind that you'd never rekindle or never remember again but I'm trying to reach those places because God's got to touch those places God's got to touch the very deadness of your soul he's got to touch the very dead memories that you pushed and suppressed and said I don't want to think about mama praying I don't want to think about daddy praying I don't want to think about the history I don't want to think about What's going? On. I just want to go through life and ignore it. You can't ignore it because the Holy Ghost sent this preacher to revive something in your mind, to rekindle something in your brain that says, "Wait a minute! What am I doing in this valley? How did I get here? How did life get me to the place where I, I don't recognize what's going on? I, I'm just nothing but dead things around me. I want to live again. I, I want to live again. I want to. I want to feel the Shekinah going in my in my heart and spirit. I want to feel the anointing again. I I want. I want to live, God." and I prophesied as I commanded and as I everybody say as as I prophesied there was a noise and behold a shaking the bones came together the Bible says they are scattered bone scattered everywhere but he said as I prophesied Let me tell you something right now. Let me tell you you what the Holy Ghost is telling somebody right now. The confusion that you think your life is always going to be, God can put it back together just like that because they were scattered, everything was torn apart. Listen, this is what the enemy likes to do. He likes to come into your home and totally ravage it, kick everybody around, destroy things, toss things. That's what the thief does. He's going through the drawers of your life, throwing stuff out, kicking things over, tearing stuff up, and you're looking at nothing but a rummage house. But I'm telling you, in the middle of that confusion, you can prophesy and say, bones, hear the word of the Lord. And all those scattered things that you thought the enemy stole. They start shaking, they start moving, and they start coming back together. (laughs) Bone to bone. Bone to his bone. When God puts things back together, there's no confusion. He's not the author of confusion. 1 Kings 18, 41, the Bible says, and Elijah, or Elijah said unto Ahab, get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. He heard the sound before he ever saw the cloud. I'm telling somebody here tonight, that's what faith is. I don't see a cloud right now. But I hear something. I hear something rumbling. I hear the thunder cracking. I hear the lightning. I hear the the trees starting to I hear the noise in the trees. I hear something starting moving. I'm telling somebody right now, I can see in your valley right now, there's some shaking going on. The the clouds are coming over and it's about to rain. You've been in a dry drought and you don't know how you're ever going to get rain, but I'm telling you, you start prophesying and the clouds are rolling in. I hear it tonight. I hear God about to pour out rain in your family. I hear God about to pour out a blessing in your family, but it's going take you prophesying it's going to take you saying oh no this is not who I was defined to be and when I beheld lo the sinews and the flesh came upon them the skin covered them above Verse 8 says, But there was no breath in them. Let me tell somebody don't stop too soon. Somebody tonight needs to get a spirit of Jacob on you and says, I'm not letting go, God. We don't need to determine people that are tired of the lot in life that you've been faced with. You're tired of of the negativity. You're tired of the struggle. You're tired of the pain. Am I saying it's all going to be easier from this day forward? No. The Bible says, Job said it, man that is born a woman, days are short and full of trouble. You're going to have trouble. You're going to have things. But trouble is different than having a valley full of bones. Trouble is different than living with dead things. You can get through the trouble. You can get through the trouble if you have revival, fire moving in your heart and mind and spirit if you have the outpouring of the Holy Ghost in your life you can get through trouble because you know this is un- it's not going to last it don't last always weeping may endure through the night but I got a promise that joy is coming in the morning I got a promise if I hold on don't stop too soon then he said to me prophesy You not only prophesied to the bones but now I want you to prophesy to the wind. You got everything put back together. Look at the progress that's being made. Look at the change but there's no life in them. There's no breath. Somebody needs to Not just prophesy to the bones, but you need to prophesy to the elements that are being held back. You need to speak to the dead things, but you need to speak to the thing that causes life to come back. And so, you know what? They will get the Holy Ghost. I don't know who's in here. That's I, I don't know. I, I don't know your story. I haven't talked to your pastor. I don't know anything about your life. Honestly, I don't. But I'm here to tell you right now. The devil's lied to you to tell you you'll never be clean. You'll never be pure. You'll never be back in church. You'll never have what you used to have. You'll never have the peace. You'll never have the joy. You've made too many mistakes. You got too many issues. You got too many bones. You got too many skeletons in your closet. Listen, I've come to tell you tonight. I'm speaking the word of the Lord over your life. I don't care where you came from. I don't care how bad you messed up. I don't care what your last name is. I'm. Speaking I'm speaking liar to your situation right now. You can come out of that valley, and I'm causing, I'm speaking to wind, and it's gonna breathe on you, and God will fill you with the Holy Ghost. You're here because He loves you, you're here because He didn't give up on you. You're alive because He still believes in you. You didn't just show up on your own accord. You didn't just say, Okay, Mom, I'll come. Okay, Dad, I'll be there. No. You don't have that much control over your life. God orders our steps. And if he wanted to, he could have took you out on that highway before you got here. He could have took me out. But he's put everything together because he does all things well. Lift up your hands one more time right where you're at. I want Everybody lift up your hands. Come on, let's lift him up right now. Come on, sir. Come on, ma'am. I know you're looking at nothing but dead things right now. Come on, I want to hear somebody starting to prophesy over their situation right now. I want somebody to get a spirit that says, you know what, I'm I'm not leaving here tonight, God. I'm not going back to that again, God. I'm tired of not having that peace. I'm tired of not having that joy. Come on, pray with me right now. I want you to stand with me. I want you to stand with me right now. I want you to find somebody to pray with right now. I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. Prophesy, son of man, say to the wind, Thus saith the Lord God, come from the four winds. Help me, Jesus. Come help me, Jesus. Come on, somebody cry out right now. Help me, God. Help me, God. <laughs> Breathe on me, Jesus. God, I need your help. I need your help. I don't need life. I need life. I need life. Come on, who's going to be honest right now say, I don't have much joy, preacher. I don't have much joy. I need joy. I need peace. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with peace. I can't sleep at night. I stay up until I just pass out. I can't. I need peace. Who am I talking to tonight? Come on, pray right now. I need joy, I need hope. I need to believe that something's going to change, God. Come on, pray, pray, pray. Come on, let's pray. Let's turn this into a prayer meeting right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus right now. Come on, somebody. Reach out to him right now. Prophesy, prophesy, cry out. Can they live? Come on, I'm asking you the question. Do you believe? Prophesy. Here's the thing about your valley that's full of dry bones. In one prophetic word, God took a valley full of very dry bones and turned it into an exceeding great army. You're not surrounded by dead things like you think you are. When you get a revelation of how powerful God is, when you get a revelation of how great he is and how he can change something in an instant, your valley that's full of dry bones, dead things, is going to turn around into a great army. See, God uses dead things. God uses broken things. Matter of fact, He won't use anything that's not broken. Come on, let's pray. Come on, let's pray. Come on, let's pray. Come on, let's pray right now. You've been hungry for it, leadership. You've been hungry for it. You've been hungry. You've been asking God for the miraculous. You've been asking God for the signs and wonders and miracles. You've been praying and asking God to do it. I'm here to tell you he's going to do it. He's going to do it. He just wants you to prophesy. He just wants you to believe. He wants you to reach down and say, you know what? I don't understand it right now, but I'm going to give you praise, God. Come on, somebody, right now! Come on, praise Him, praise Him, right now! Pray with somebody, right now. God, I'm asking you to confirm your word, right now. I'm asking you, God, to confirm your word, right now. You were honest with me a while ago, with the, a while ago, with the issues that you have. You confessed. That you're in a valley. And I want you to know tonight you can get out. I want you to lift up your hands right now. I want somebody that's willing to take a step by faith and come to this front right now and say, God, I believe. I don't know what you're facing. I don't know what the doctor's report was. I don't know what. The, I don't know what the dilemma is you're facing. I don't know what the valley is you're in. I don't know, but I, I just know what I saw. I know what I felt. I know I felt and saw so many people here tonight that you're struggling with things. You're wondering how God's going to do it. And you're wondering if this is just life, and I just need to get used to the pain, used to the rejection, used to the hurt. I just need to stop believing for greater things. I just need to accept it and move on. That's what the enemy's trying to tell somebody here tonight. The quicker you accept it and move on, the easier it's going to be for you. But no, there's something down inside of you that says, no, he he gave me a promise. There's something deep down inside of you that says, no, he, he, he said I was the head and not the tail. He said he'd, he said he'd give me life and that more abundantly. God, I, come on, lift your hands right now. Come on, lift your hands right now. Come on, talk to talk to him right now. Can they live? Come on, talk to him right now. Young lady, you struggle with worth, self worth. You're struggling with it so much. you don't have any confidence I'm not talking about arrogance you don't have any confidence you don't have any you don't have any self-esteem and and the devil just comes in and beats you up over and over again every little idle word is taken offensively because you you have no self worth I'm here to tell you the devil's a liar you are worth something I'll tell you how much you're worth you're worth the King of glory coming down and down on a cross so you might have life and he loves you so much Come on, I want you to praise him right now. I I know the Holy Ghost is talking to somebody right now. I know God's trying to convince somebody that you do have value. You will live again. Come on, praise him right now. Praise him. Come on, praise him right now. Don't look at at me. Close your eyes, up your hands. Talk to the one that can fix it all i can't do it but he can come on praise him right now praise him. come on praise him right now husband and wife get real get honest things have gotten cold in your relationship with each other come on be honest right now there's things have gotten cold in your relationship and you're fighting. You're, there's chaos. There's stress. There's confusion. There's strife. And that memory of what it was when you first said "I do" quickly fading away. You now you're looking at nothing but a bunch of bones. And the devil say you're 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 destined for divorce. You're destined for 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 Destined for betrayal. But I mean to tell somebody tonight, you speak to your marriage right now. You speak to your marriage right now. So, oh no. We're gonna live again. Come on. Who am I talking to tonight? Come on. He come on right now. What is your valley? What is it? What's dying? Come on, praise him. Go ahead and sing it. Go ahead and sing it. We need the Holy Ghost to fill this place. Do this for me, please. Everybody lift up your hands as high as you can get them.